Hey, everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. I, We are your hosts, Kicker, the chief of cereal and sigillite of the FLG, Nikki D. Cannon, the flannel fan and producer extraordinaire, and I'm Seth, the Mad Doctor competitive correspondent who is definitely still not setting up all of his screens when this went live. All the screens. How has everyone been doing? I am doing swell. It is Lone Star Open Week. You know, Lone Star Open is this Friday, well, Saturday and Sunday, but Friday is the meet and greet. I am so stoked. And I've been getting some hobby progress done, Seth, because you I want to play during the meet and greet and I want a beautifully painted army. Can we can we bring in the, there we go. Look at that. Those are my snipers. I decided to make yeah. some snipers for my infantry squad. I kind of kit bashed and cut and pasted and, 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 and said a few little prayers and they worked. They look good. Those are my, my infantry, my infantry sniper squad guys, mm -hmm. right? So guys, if you're listening to our podcast, please consider watching us live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You get to see these cool visual elements like my hoppy progress here and be part of chat. Hey, chat, we, we, we love you. We see you and we have some questions for you tonight. So Seth, yeah, I know that I'm going to be at Lone Star Open. I believe you're going to Lone Star Open. What are yep. you bringing? What have you been working on? Because you, you've been prepping, right? You're getting ready for this. I, mean, I haven't, you know, uh, my, oh. notes, my notes literally say is purchases progress um, <laughs> I'm steal a little line from the independent characters there because i uh i basically like my army hasn't changed when we talked last week uh, you know about rtts that we went to i haven't changed my army from that so i basically yeah. was ready. fully painted okay ready um so but i have played a few more practice games Good. i have done some purchases of necrons oh. <laughs> i got a couple boxes of immortals a couple boxes of tomb blades a couple boxes of lich guard coming um and then kicker uh you've seen this nikki d has seen this but uh i was working on some new swag stickers for us and we finally have added nikki d to the logo why don't you show it to him nikki d oh beautiful look at this look at this guys Oh, there we yeah. go. So uh, Nikki D has been added to to the swag logo as uh, Puss in Boots. Woo, woo. So, so Seth, give a full description for those listening to this in audio only format. Yes. Uh, so uh, I uh, I have been frequently in my lifetime called Shrek, uh, and then Kicker is high energy and talks a lot. <laughs> what are you talking and about? So it was it was a very natural when we got together Shrek and Donkey comparison. <laughs> so I originally had made a, had a logo made for us of me and Kicker as Shrek and Donkey, and then when we added Nick, we were we were internally discussing what character would he be. Uh, he elected uh, not Farquad, uh, and what was. <laughs> With some boots uh and so can we uh, explain why he elected to not be farquad because i believe that's uh, that's important that we we, we describe this and uh, nikki I, B, I why did you not want why, to be farquad? why did you not choose farquad oh it was a very specific reason uh i'm i'm much too hairy to be lord farquad uh <laughs> got, you know long thick beard big hair on the top like that's kind of puss in boots like <laughs> as, a, as a sort of thing i'm a big fan of cats i've got a cat myself i have a cat and a dog so i'm not Pro cat, anti dog. I, I love, I love all you know you're, furry animals. Yep. But be careful. Yeah, you're, you're telling people you love. Yeah, just be careful. <laughs> uh, but, Guys, we, so, we gave we gave it hundreds of these stickers uh, yep. over the past couple of years. So now we have a brand new sticker for you to pick up. Don't be shy. Yeah. Come and say hi to Seth, Nick, or I. I, I won't have them for this event, but future <laughs> events we will have them. I literally got this art like late last week, like maybe Saturday. So we have not had time to get it printed up yet, but you will be seeing it in the future. And if you come find us at events, we'll all have some stickers to give you. So that'd be cool for me to speak this week. Nikki D, what have you been up to besides uh, being immortalized in this art? 
Yeah, love it. Uh, appreciate that, Seth. And uh, for me, it's I was down at the beach with some friends this weekend, so I did not have any hobby progress. But kicker, I did play a board game. Ooh. It's called Parks. <laughs> yes. Parks. Texas Parks. Very, very, very simple name. And uh, I would recommend it, it's you go through and collect resources so you can visit national parks. So I played a game of the thing that you do in your own personal Isn't that time. Just kicker's but... life. The resources are money <laughs> and food. <laughs> And bands. Do you have a lot of is trail mix a factor? Like I hope so. Uh, oh, there was no trail mix. No I'll trail have to write. I'll have to write okay. to the um, to the creators well, of the game. Like gather resources. Are we talking about like fuel so you can drive to the park or trail mix? You so collect. You, you collect. <laughs> you collect sunlight, uh, <laughs> mountains, forests. I think water, and then like you use it to do certain things. So depending on like the the type of park that it is, it might require more sunlight or more mountains and that sort of thing. I had a really fun time playing it. It was a really good, quick and easy game to play. Um, you sort of lost me there. when you said you collect sunlight. Like I'm like, I collect, uh, uh, no, kicker, I collected. Hold on, I collected kicker, so much sunlight. You mm, time out. <laughs> you definitely like getting out in the sun. Be quiet. I, I, I do. Sunlight. I do. But this is. Uh, just okay. Well, this game does look cool. Uh, I see a good uh, Christmas wish list item that I'm going to be adding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so very, very cool, Nikki D. Um, any any 40k hobby progress though? Not uh, not not this past weekend. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna have some serious time over the next roughly two weeks to get a lot of hobby progress in. I've got I stocked up on paints. I okay, stocked good. up on paints so that I could get deep into the painting. Yeah. Uh, but nothing new that I painted now. As, as I believe Seth alluded to, purchases is considered a hobby yeah, progress. We, we are officially making that a rule, by the way. <laughs> that right, is guys. a rule. Let's jump into the news, guys. First of all, Tyranids, because they won the battle for, let's just call it oligarchy. I don't know. Olive Garden, it was all uh, something with an O. Ogram. Ogram. I don't know. H-R-A-M. It was a very big name. Because of the, they won the battle for the Olive Garden, we have gotten new Tyranids models revealed. Uh, we've got new gene stealers, guys. New shiny new gene stealers. We've got new termagants slash hormagants. Uh, and these are going to be like probably the multi-pose things. I believe yeah. there were termagants in the Sorry, actual... I have to address something. Yeah. I now have the mental image of the battle for Olive Garden yeah. is just all the guys leaving the event. And there's an Olive Garden next door rushing to get tables. Yes, yes, yes. Unlimited breadsticks too. I see the next uh, GW box set release right there. there uh, oh, oh, we have a thing called a Neurolictor, which I have no idea what that is. But the Lictor is always a fan favorite for the Tyranids. Uh, yeah. And we have a biovore, polyvore thing. It's like that model needed an update pyrovore. badly. Is, is, did I say that right? Pyrovore? Did I say that correct? You said polyvore. Polyvore, pyrovore. Whatever. It's, 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 it's one of those weird Man, this things. nid racism. <laughs> I just, I can't say half these things. So we have the new nid artillery piece. This model needed an upgrade badly. Uh, Seth and Nick, you, you know those, those, those spore mines they shoot? Those have been yep. controversial minis in the, in the, in the past mm -hmm. few weeks. Do, do you think we're going to figure out an answer to how they're going to be playing in 10th edition? Are they going to be able to get your corners and objectives and whatnot? I'm going to punch them. That's what I'm going to do. You're going to punch them. You're going to punch them. Not, not with my orcs. I'm just actually going to punch them Let's off punch the table. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, your artillery, like, I guess, missile, bomb, mine, mortar thing should not be able to hold a, a corner of a map or a board. Are board. you saying living munitions shouldn't be... <laughs> Wait a minute. I think. All right. All right. Oh, well, we have the the emissary thing too, right? Now, yep. correct me if I'm wrong, but is this a multi build kit? Yep. yep. Okay. There are two builds. Uh, there was the emissary, and there was another one. Yeah. I can't remember. A simulator, I think. A simulator. Yes. 
he sounds kinda, very Borg. Yeah, a simulator is like you know we're <laughs> you know welcome to the company. We're gonna onboard yeah. you. Yeah, He's right. not onboarding politely. Just so we're clear. <laughs> I love it. I love okay. it. Well, I, I, I am I am honestly a huge fan of these multi-build uh, kits. Oh, yeah. It just makes it so much more exciting. Okay. Oh, oh, we also got to talk about something that's it's it's near and dear to my personal guard heart. We've got Minkalesk and a book. This is the the guard character that was one of the Cadian uh, Cadian. Um, survivors i guess oh my God, so battle. many cadians yeah so many cadians she survived the fall of cadia she's yeah. got a, a book series i think this is the third or fourth book in the series that's coming out and now she gets her own mini which is just so freaking cool i'm stoked for that i don't know if there's rules for her but you know you can just throw in any old infantry squad and i'm sure we'll be fine and then necromunda they're getting a core rule book and some gaming accessories as well gotta be honest guys never once played necromunda yet i own probably 20 different you know box sets from the necromunda range because i love those models uh have you guys played necromunda either one of you no no unfortunately yeah, nope no. nope for me i've gotten some boxes as prize support and things like that at events i think i feel like that's always the sort of thing that people end up with um there are some really cool kits i've seen there used are. as cultists as oh, well yes cultist yeah, or them and things like as, that uh, rough riders yes yeah. yes so th there we go right i've got i've got some rough riders I so nicromunda are just like yeah okay you know that's that thing <laughs> but said have you not used anything for your orcs it seems like orcs are the the optimal kit bashing army there has to be some necromunda bits you could you there's could always make. vehicles and stuff you can you can yeah. salvage from uh yeah. necromunda yeah, well, oh, maybe maybe we'll see a Necromunda like you know after hours event at LVO one day. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be fun. Hey, All right, uh, nerd, kicker, oh, yeah, something. Yeah, real quick, when it when and if I figure out how to play Necromunda, we could have an event called Necromunda where it's just yeah, it's yeah. me hosting the Necromunda event. <laughs> We're doing we, got it, a, we, we got a lot of steps to get LVO there first. After hours, Nick and Runda, this is happening 2024. Get yep. your tickets. Uh, all right, nerd news. Nick, uh, we're putting you on the spot because this is your segment, and we, we, it was a little light. I wasn't really sure what to talk about. Maybe you got something. Anything of interest? Just go, you know, the world as at large, not just gaming in, in particular. Do we have any interesting things we want to share? Well, we, we already talked about this last week to, to an extent, but Barbenheimer officially releases this weekend. I, I only have time to go see one movie this weekend, and I'm actually not going to see Barbenheimer. I'm going to see Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Oh, look, look I, Chad, I already yelled at him, okay? Yeah, he, he did. I <laughs> yeah. already was like, dude, this is the Barbenheimer weekend, and you're going to go see Mission Impossible? Like, <laughs> Joe's sh what I'm probably going to do is see Oppenheimer Tuesday night next week, so mm -hmm. night before Signals, because Tuesday night is discounted movie night. So I think oh. I'm going to go see Oppenheimer then. Uh and then Barbie, I'll see that later in the week. I think that's what I'm going to go for. Cool, okay. cool. Okay. Uh, I, Seth, yeah. are you going to go see Bar Barbie or Oppenheimer? I mean, I, I would, but I'm at this little thing called LSO. So uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I, I we have my wife and I have booked our our uh, IMAX tickets for Oppenheimer. Ooh, IMAX, uh, nice. for the weekend after I get back. So okay. we'll go. You know, we'll go see it there. Um, I still haven't figured out. Uh, I, I know at some point I'm going to see Barbie, but I haven't figured out when. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to point out that I believe Shark Week is next week. Is that accurate, guys? Yes. Yes, that's, that's it cool is. We, we, we are going to, between me seeing the movies, I'm going to come up with a special shark-themed episode of Signals. I don't know what that's going to entail yet. Folks, you're just going to have to tune in and find out. But yes, yeah. next week is Shark we Week. We don't know what that'll look like. <laughs> Celebrate <laughs> accordingly. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to share just something random because I wasn't sure if we were going to have any nerd news. And I... And I, and I, I I don't know why this happened. I really don't. Actually, I do know why this happened. I was listening to the Star Wars soundtrack purely randomly, and then uh, it went to the next random selected song, stream of similar kind of like, I guess, soundtrack, you know, genres. And I got the 
Power Rangers theme song from like 1993 or 1994. Um, very, very, very much entertaining. Uh, highly recommend that you guys go listen to Go Go Power Rangers if you if you get bored while driving to work tomorrow. Uh, and do we have a release date on Ashoka? That's that new. Uh, there's like a two two episode Star Wars. It's sometimes next. It's sometime in August. Okay, I know cool. that. Um, I will be. I, I've there are certain shows my wife and I when when hey when they release it we watch them as soon as possible and uh, that's Ahsoka when that comes out every new every day where a new episode comes out we're we're watching it no ifs ands or buts it's it's happening sweet, gonna watch that sweet, sweet. Uh, we're gonna hop right over into event news we're gonna keep yep. it fast uh, but Lone Star Open guys as we were saying it starts Saturday and Sunday Friday night is the meet and greet from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. you can come roll mm -hmm. dice there'll be a cash bar we're encouraging branch versus branch challenge uh, missions now there is also a 40k branch versus branch competition taking place during the 40k champions it's, it's part of the 40k champs if you want to represent your branch, be it the U.S. Air Force, the, mm -hmm. the Navy, you, you fill out a form. That form will now have our judges track your, your results during the 40K Championship event so that we can then determine a branch champ and give you guys an epic trophy. Also, new for LSO, we mentioned it last week. We're going to see it again. We have the Hobgob MO run. This is the really cool scavenger hunt. You can win yourself a bolter. Uh, mm -hmm. There's going to have a Laz, uh, a Laz pistol. I believe it's a replica. I could be wrong, but I think it's, it's not a, a real Laz pistol. It's, it's not, not a real Laz pistol. not functioning Laz pistol. What are they Laz doing over there in the hobby <laughs> but, but, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's free to participate, and yeah. you get some really cool stuff. Now, yeah. I've been getting bombarded, and I know chat might have even already asked, when is SoCal happening? Guys, SoCal is still happening. It's happening at the end of October like it always does. It is the event in San Diego and the Del Mar Fairgrounds. It is a much beloved event right there on the coast. That The tickets for that will be going live in about two weeks after Lone Star Open. I'm just going to be getting that ready myself. That's my, my sole goal. Um, so stand, sit tight. Next week, we will reveal the artwork, and it is gorgeous, and you will love it. And Seth will be very, very happy. Sweet. That's all. That's all. That's all. all right. <laughs> well, I, I do have to, before we jump too far away from the event news, we need to give a shout out to uh, Mikey G on the road, the road warrior himself, driving from Las Vegas to Dallas with all of the terrain and all of the uh, swag and all the kits we need for the event. So uh, thanks for thanks for doing the work, Mikey. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll see you in just a few short days. He is Take on care. the road right now. Maybe, maybe you can get, if Mikey G can uh, pull over and uh, give us a status update, shoot me or, or Seth a text. You can kind of know where in the world he currently is. <laughs> Please don't do it <laughs> while you're driving. Where in the world maybe. is Mikey, Mikey Gandolfo? Mikey. He's somewhere between <laughs> hey, Nevada. Hey, that works. <laughs> it works. Right. It does work. It does work. He's All somewhere right. between Nevada and Texas, and he will be there uh, tomorrow night. All right, guys. I think it's time for our signal short. Yeah, it is. Who's uh, who's, yeah. who's spearheading tonight? I'll 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 take it here and uh, real quick kicker. Thank you for mentioning the Power Rangers theme song because uh, in chat, Walkin yeah. is now basically just giving us all the lyrics, and now it's just going to be ringing in my head for yes. the next day or so. Thank you, so, thank yes. you for, go, go, for Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So our signal short question. So I mentioned that I had bought a bunch of paints this uh, this this past yeah. weekend, right? It got me thinking. So signal short question. What paint would you stockpile if you found out that it was being retired? Oof. Oof. I think I would have to go with um, Mephiston Red. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, chat, please, we will be reading your, your your thoughts on this. We're curious to know. We want to know what you think. I, I got to go with it, though, man. I, I got to go with it's a combo here. It's, it's, it's a two part, right? No, Death no, card. it's no, what it is paint? singular okay. single. Paint. If it has to be one. If it has to be one, I'm going to have to go with Zandri dust. I love that color so damn much. And it's distinct. It's not like it's not no offense to Mephisto, but Mephisto red is kind of like the the McCrag blue. They're kind of just like it's a red and it's a blue. Like you can find a shade up or a shade down and you'll be OK. Zandri dust is is so freaking special. It's just that unique kind of yellowish brownish color. Yeah, I know Seth is hating me right now. All right. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. We should have. <laughs> what is your color of choice? So mine would have to be, it's the contrast paint, actually. Ooh. It's the voluptuous, voluptuous, I don't know, that, that might not be. It might not be voluptuous. Uh, <laughs> voluptuous pink. I, I use it. It's, it's more of a kind of magenta, uh, but yeah. I use it for all my Nurgle demons. I used it for some of my, my other demon bits, even for kind of some of the magic on some of the Zinch items that I use. So it is absolutely essential to painting my, my demons, demons army, and especially because I'm having to add a lot more Nurgle. Uh, Guys, I'm watching chat, and uh, our buddy Mike, Mikey G, Mike Gandolfo, uh, he did he put in his choice, okay. and he says that it should obviously be Nuln Oil. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a solid solid, solid one. Yeah, I, I've seen a few votes also for Agrath Earthshade. That's, that's yeah. a good choice. That's liquid yeah. talent in a, in a yeah. Agrax and Null are so multi-purpose, but those can't disappear. Like those are, those right. are like original GW Citadel colors. Like those aren't going away. Those those are those are those are. Um, where is Mike? Do we have an, an idea where Mike's at? I'm just curious now. Did he mention where? He's where about an hour uh, from Moriarty, New Mexico. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, all right. Keep keep on trucking, Mike. Uh, all right, guys. Any other colors in in chat that we need to make sure that GW? I, I want to put a shout out. So like the I let's, let me, I need to explain. Y yeah, you sure. were like red's red's just red whatever right, right. <laughs> so in right. it, I, I think about like my orcs you know their their skin can vary yeah their clothes can vary because they get dirty my armors are always either red blue or yellow and i and i figured Fair. blue i could i could find on the shade mephiston red covers real well like uh -huh. it's like mm, one coat you done yeah but I also considered Averlin Sunset my base yellow. Yeah. Uh, but I, it, I don't know if I could find a similar shade if I had to. Uh, but it doesn't cover in one coat. I don't know if any yeah. yellow does. But you yeah. know, I had to choose, and, and that's why I held you to one kicker. Yeah. Okay. Seth, what was, Seth, what I, was that color, color you said? Was it Avril Levine? Was that <laughs> Avril Levine <laughs> yellow? Yes. yes. Avril, Avril Levine okay. yellow. Trademark. You, you know she plays 40k, right? Like big fan. Absolutely. Big fan. <laughs> uh, no uh, side story. Averlin Sunset used to come in a rattle can. I used mm -hmm. it to prime most of my miniatures, especially like like I, I love that. I loved it. I loved it so much. And then did they discontinued that rattle can? And I know you can use an airbrush, but I am not an airbrush kind of guy. And uh, since then, I've just decided that color is dead to me. I just don't use Averlin Sunset for anything because I took away my my spray can. You're like, but, I'll never use yellow again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I use a lot of browns and oranges, but no, but no yellows. All right. Should we jump into our main segment, yeah. Seth? Nick? Yeah. yeah. There's this little thing called LSO coming up. Kicker. Yeah. So Kicker, you, you put out, uh, I think you put out an email and, and an article with, uh, you know, what do you need to know to survive at LSO kind of thing. Uh, you want to give us kind of the bullet points of what folks need to know if they're going to be attending? 
Um, are we talking specifically about the 40K champs? Like like the event in general. Like, you know, where do you find food? Park, yeah. So the event in general, you'll have breakfast in the hall. Definitely recommended. Yep. There's a breakfast in the in, in the hotel, but it's way more expensive and you have to wait mm -hmm. in line. Breakfast in the hall, like most of our events, they have breakfast burritos all reasonably priced. Starts at 8. Hall opens at 8. Please, if you show up at 7.30, I'm not, I'm not letting you in. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I need to like still get my computer stuff set up. So 8 will open up. Uh, 8 o'clock is also when the breakfast in the hall opens up. There's coffee, breakfast, burritos, all that. We're going to be doing paint judging for 40k at eight in the morning we'll have i believe jacob from the hobby goblins uh, spearheading that you'll also be able to add yourself to a branch if you have not already done so one of our judges can add you to represent the marines the, the army etc etc and and then once dice roll go have fun we do stay mm -hmm. on time if you're late well guess what you might just take a loss for your first round um and we do have lunch in the hall as well lunch is going to be a, a pretty good range of stuff we have chicken tenders because those are always our yes. number one thing yes <laughs> yeah right and, and and of course you know other things sandwiches and, and and whatnot but we'll have lunch and and the bar open for the rest of the day so so good food all the time the event is 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 big it's not it's not like it's grown significantly since the last year it's about the same but all the other game systems intentionally so we've given them the opportunity to grow so armada x-wing star wars legion even middle earth strategy battle games that's the lord of the rings game those have all just exploded so this year if, if you're at lso previous oh, years oh kicker you, we have very important questions oh, shoot, what shoot, are the shoot. beer prices what are what are what the beer prices oh crap i can probably pull them up if i need to i believe it's i believe it's eight dollars i think um for for just like i know it's not the best price for yeah beer, but right? i mean that's that's what you're paying for it's what you're though. paying but it but it's 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 decent please guys don't bring outside food and drink because the, the they, they 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 are watching you you know we're yeah. they're way more lenient at the lone star open than they are say at lvo like where they will literally have a bouncer carry you out uh texas is way cooler than that uh but still kicker, like, kicker though will carry you out He's, i will carry you out i'll carry out oh yeah. oh oh we should talk about this because this did happen last year and i please don't take the luggage trolleys from the hotel oh, yeah. lobby i was like <laughs> where are we going We're, we just talked about carrying people out you know right geez no no see well but please guys i know i know it's very um it's, it seems like a great idea in the moment to go take that luggage trolley and use to carry your army around for the entire weekend the hotel got very frustrated that <laughs> so yeah, they didn't have any luggage that, luggage cards so, so please don't do that um but yeah uh, after the event you are right across the street from the waters creek uh shopping area so you can literally walk across the street with your team and grab dinner there they have a really good mexican restaurant and cheesecake factory and a, a cool pub so good options all around um seth should we talk about the importance of reading the player packet because yes. some people don't read the player packet like they just choose not to yep. and this is a new yep. edition you, you gotta read things are yeah. not the so, same so so uh i i made a post earlier in the week or i guess last week um, and then uh, head judge Adam sent out, made a, made a blog post and sent out some emails. But there are some changes to the, the kind of standard FLG player pack that you're used to. Um, it's important to read these things. It's important not to gloss over these things. I'll be honest, guys. I didn't catch the changes the first time around. Someone told me, hey, there's these changes in the FLG player pack. And I was like, really? I didn't see that. And I went back and read it. And I was like, you're right. And that's why I posted because I missed it. So the two big things, player place terrain, there is going to be a change in how that operates. <coughs> Previously, you roll for attacker defender. Defender places the first piece of terrain, then attacker places one, and you just alternate back and forth each placing one. That caused a little bit of a disadvantage for the attacker because the defender got the first piece so they could put it in midfield and kind of dictate where the terrain pieces went. Um, some other folks have been experimenting with other styles, and so FLG adopted a modified style, uh, which is the defender places the first piece of terrain, and then the attacker gets to place two of their pieces of terrain. So it sort of helps balance out getting 
uh, a little bit of even placement towards that midfield, that attacker gets more chance to help dictate what the midfield is going to look like um, if they want to use those first two drops on that. And then after that attacker has placed those two pieces of terrain, it goes back to defender and attacker alternating placing one until all the terrain is finished. There's also, uh, go back and look at the packet when you have a minute, there are some slight changes to how things are measured and how far away they can be. Um, so go back through and read that before you start your first game, guys. Um, it's it's a similar system to what you've been doing. There's just some some minor tweaks to keep an eye on. Cool, cool, cool. Now the other thing, and this is is a very very important thing for very specific armies to be aware of. Uh, <laughs> there is a change to how line of sight is is determined with the FLG ruins. Uh, we still have a number of ruins that are marked with uh, F in the packet, which means the first floor is fully line of sight blocking. That remains the same, but now all ruins are considered to be infinitely tall and line of sight cannot be drawn over top of them. So what that means is a towering model that in the base rule set from GW can completely draw a line of sight over a ruin to your guys hiding behind it. Um, that causes some real feels bad moments. So with this, they won't be able to draw a line of sight past that terrain. Now, that being said, the way terrain rules work for line of sight is a model has to be wholly within it to be able to look through it. That's a really bad thing for knights because they have such a big base. So we did make it so that knights, uh, when touching a ruin then use true line of sight to look through that ruin so uh nick what do you think about these changes man overall i i think a lot of players have been asking for some changes or updates with terrain as people have been testing out 10th edition so i i, I like that uh, adam and the judge team here at uh, flg uh took a proactive approach to, mm -hmm. to doing things that are a little bit different i like that part of it i have not played um since the update uh, came out, you know, going through and seeing that. But conceptually, mm -hmm. I really like it. Um, yeah. Seth, as it goes for these changes, though, are there certain armies? And, uh, you know, do you think that these changes may have influenced what people brought for the event? And I, uh, what, what what are people bringing for the well, event? Before we get to that, um, I, I do want to say that this is this is literally FLG's first event in 10th, guys. Uh, it's true. And and our judge team, our our event staff is always trying to give you the best experience. This is our attempt at making our terrain work in the 10th edition rule set. So we are certainly open to feedback uh, you know, for players that have been at the event and played on the terrain or played with our terrain rules at home. Uh, and we can always try to adjust these things as we go forward. Um, we're always trying to get better every event. So just keep that in mind. I've had I've had feedback from both ends of the spectrum of this is horrible for nights and this is amazing for nights, which is kind of humorous to me that we can have two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> um, but I've always said to people, play the train, try the rules, then come back and and say, hey, did, how did this work? Was and, this uh, a positive or negative? And the Lone Star Open, like the SoCal Open, are really the last two frontline gaming events to test for the LVO. Yeah. The LVO, obviously, massive. LVO is already sold out. I mean, huge, 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 right? Yeah. So we want to make sure we have we, – we can't change our terrain. Our terrain is what it is. We have, you know, 800 tables worth of, of, of terrain. Yeah. So we're trying you, to figure out what – You don't pivot that particular uh, you know, cruise ship very fast. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. big. It's, it doesn't turn quickly. Yeah. But but we are, you know, frontline gaming as a whole, like we're super like responsive and we want to listen to you guys. So let's see how LSO goes. And after that, we can adjust for SoCal if needed and then go right into LVO. Yeah. Uh, 
Should we jump into this crazy meta that we're having at the Lone Star Open? Because I know yeah, Seth, so I uh, lists unlocked this morning. So I, I did go through and give us a, a kind of quick meta analysis. Uh, Nikki D, uh, I have a nice pie chart here. Um, <laughs> but you'll know that there's not like too many massive wedges on that, that yeah. pie chart. The big ones being Custodes uh, and Eldari. Custodes have like 11, Knights have like 15, Generic Space Marines have like 14 players. And this is out of like 210 that had lists in as of this morning. Chaos Knights had 12. Eldari had the most at 20. Oh, geez, uh, I didn't realize it was that big. Wow. They, they, now, but that's, to be clear, I did look through some of the other lists. They're not all like the Wraith Knight lists that are the boogeyman. So there are going to be a mix of those in there as well. Um, interesting to to take a look at. I uh, kicker. Uh, you know how we have our our um, faction champion pins. Yes. Uh, you can already award the Admech pin at the start of the event. <laughs> we got one Admech player? There is only one Admech player. Oh. Uh, and he is a friend of mine, Matthew Reese. So uh, I, I think we need to award him that at the start of the event. Yeah. Um, For those of you yeah. not in the, kind of at the every frontline gaming event, if you are the best in faction, you get this really cool faction specialist pin, regardless of the game system, right? So we do it for Legion as well. Yep. So if there's only one Admech player at Lone Star Open, congratulations, sir. You are the best in faction for the Admech at Lone yeah. Star. Now, there's a few other, uh, we'll call it tight races kicker, uh, with, with Votan and Drakari each coming in with a mighty two representatives. Uh, so, uh, but, but there is a good mix. Every faction is, is in attendance. Um, you know, we do have some, some variants in numbers, but there was a lot of, of good showings. I was surprised to see, like, Dark Angels. There was 11 Dark Angels in, in the mix. Um, you know, a lot of people have been poo-pooing uh, World Eaters because Combat has said there's six World Eater players. Um, you know, everyone's GSC's the boogeyman. There's 11 GSC there. Yeah. Um, you know, th there's you're certainly going to see them, but 11 out of 210 is not a huge amount. Um, so it, it's interesting. You'll get a chance to see a lot of different armies on display and we'll get to see how things filter out. You know, re, uh, we talked about it before the show, but like a real quick, uh, thing to think about. Everyone was thinking knights were going to be the knights and elder were the top dogs that were going to take Tacoma last weekend and ended up being the finals was custodies on custodies. So we'll see if custodies, uh, you know, shove their way to the top of this event and, and bully everyone around like they did over at Tacoma. Um, or if, if this settles out, there were other events, uh, the show me showdown, uh, the top three players were Eldari. Wow. So, uh, it's still extremely early in the meta. And so I think that's why we're seeing such a wide variance as people are just trying everything and getting games and seeing what works. Cool. I love Anything it. stand out to you guys looking at those meta numbers? So we do look like we have, if you combine Chaos Knights, Imperial Knights, we're talking yeah. like that's the largest, I guess. Yeah, so that's like 27. There's going to be some big boys out there. There's, that's mm -hmm. that's going to be a thing you're going to have to face, most likely, if you're if you're running to the oh, top. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, right? Oh, jeez, jeez. Uh, orcs, only seven orcs, though. I'm kind of disappointed. I just I figured we'd have more orcs out there. But uh, yeah. Uh, hey, look, all of us can't be true and true uh, green skin, longtime <laughs> orc players um seth i know you're doing you're doing the the, the steven box thing yeah. uh do you know like do, did he give you any tips for building your list or actually steven and i haven't we, we've had a few chats but uh we haven't we haven't done too much my list building has mostly been out of uh working with uh a few friends of mine uh to kind of come up with something that works for me 
you have any special sauce you want to talk about? Like, do you have anything like a special? Roll four ups. Oh, come That's on. That's my special sauce. <laughs> Moz Rog Scragbat has a four up invulnerable and a four up feel no pain. And if I just roll enough fours, he's invulnerable. Oh, jeez. All right. Um, we're well. Okay, so guys, as you know, this is a pretty big event. Uh, I just checked the numbers. We're at two hundred and seventeen currently checked in, and we still are selling tickets. Not selling tickets. People are still trying to get in, talking to us. Like, well, I'm yeah. not in the event. So we're at two seventeen players as of right now. The event is, you know, obviously very soon. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people. I'm sure you've seen some of those names on there. Nick, Seth, we've got some heavy hitters coming in from around. Obviously, we've got some Texans because it's in Texas, but we've got some heavy hitters mm-hmm. coming in from around the country. Uh, Seth, do you have a list or two that you want to try to yeah, highlight? So we all we all kind of were, were looking through lists today with the task of, uh, you know, pulling some lists. I decided to pull one that I think is pretty competitive and one that I I uh, I just it, it speaks to me in, in, in my heart. Okay. Um, so the, the competitive list I pulled was the Gene Sailor cult list played by none other than Stephen Box. Himself. All right. Wow. Um, Wait, he's playing Gene Sailor cult? He is. Wow. He is. Now, I, I've had the chance to play against Gene Sailor cult. Uh, and so I, I know a little bit about how his list works, but he had some interesting toys, choices. The big thing, a lot of Gene Sailor cults are taking a lot of Acolyte units and a lot of Neophyte units to really kind of lean on their their core units being revived, their, their battle line units getting revived mechanic. Um, he didn't lean too heavily on that. He still has like four or five blocks of acolytes, but he did have a big block of aberrants, which is a close combat unit. And he had two units of uh, Atalan jackals, their bikes. Yeah. Um, and the big thing with this is when you put, uh, they each get a, a jackal alphas, um, which means twice per turn, uh, that unit, uh, when it, every time it moves, it can throw bombs on you and do a bunch of mortal wounds oh, for every model in the unit. So twice per and, turn? Well, so it, when, every time it moves, it does yeah. that. And then after the unit shoots, the Primus lets it move again. Oh, jeez. So it moves up, blows you up, shoots something, blows you up again, and then moves again. Oh, disgusting. Uh, yeah, so that's a lot of mortal wounds. Um, so I'm... It's interesting that he that he chose not to have like just the horde of infantry that just never dies and comes back again and again and again and go with the bikes to try to lean on that mortal wounds. Um, so we'll see if that that is enough damage output to really carry him to the top because uh, those big blocks can can do a lot of damage in shooting. Uh, but these those bikes are mobile and can get to you quick and early. So I was excited to see that. Uh, Nikki D, uh, you you looked at a couple lists. Uh, what was the competitive list you looked at? Yeah, so I pulled. I was of course, guys. I was gonna pull something Chaos Demons. Uh, real quick note before I jump into it though, I was looking at Thousand Suns. Okay. Thousand Suns mm-hmm. they can pump out a ton of damage, but I was trying to find a list uh, that was you know kind of the archetype for Thousand Suns, and they're basically all the same list. Where it's Aramon, a couple of exalted sorcerers, Magnus, a couple of you know, a couple of units Ruby yeah. Greens, and then a couple, at least two, at least two Butyleth, uh Vortex Beast. So there wasn't anything interesting enough for me to look at there. So I ended up taking a look at Kit Smith Hannah's list for Chaos Demons. Uh, mm-hmm. It is listed in BCP as the Dual Grinder list. Uh, I'll skip. I'll skip to the lead here, guys. It's because he includes two Zinch soul grinders all right now we've talked about we've yeah we've talked about soul grinders before uh with regards to some of my demons the way soul grinders work in 10th edition is that you have to align them with a certain with one of the four chaos guides and they get a special shooting attack that is unique to that soul grinder to that god allegiance the zinch one 
they each are going to get D3 shots that come in at strength 12 and high AP, high damage. So demons generally can have kind of a problem with dealing with tanks if you don't have the Bloodthirster, if you don't have Slaxy Hellbane. So I think, mm -hmm. I, I haven't talked to Kit, but I think he's kind of leading and leading, leaning into the idea that he needs to be able to deal with tanks at range. Aside from that, his list has some of the usual suspects. He's got some Nurglings, some Flamers, uh, some Blood Crushers, Bellicor, a Lord of Change. Um, and then Shalaxi, and then the Changeling as a lone operative to sit in the back. So, you know, it was, a, it was a cool, yeah, it, real annoying for a lot of people. But I liked Kit's list, Was had some interesting tech pieces in there, some some old tried and true that we've seen in a lot of 10th edition Chaos lists, but he's putting in some new tech pieces that people haven't played with yet, and I'm, I'm really going to be following his results from this weekend. All right. Kicker, did you look at lists, or is it just me and... I'm just leaving this up to you guys. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, let me get my other list pulled up here. Where'd you go, Chance? There he is. Chance Lancaster. Uh, he's playing Tau. Wow. I don't know much about Tau in 10th, but I do know that this man brought the big tuna. He brought the Taunar, uh, along with Anva, Shadow Sun, a Cold Star, a couple units of uh, Fire Sights, a couple units of uh, one unit of Crisis, two Piranhas, a unit of Stealth Suits, and two units of Vespid. Uh, so he's just putting the big boy on the table and seeing what happens. So uh, I'm excited to see if that if that big boy is uh, is always uh, going to live up to his points cost at 790. Um, but uh, to be honest, you know, the reason I, I collected Tau when I was a kid was because it had suit, big suits. Yeah. And yeah. that's the biggest of the suits. Yeah. So yeah. I want to see it too well. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, Nikki D, you got another list for us though, right? I did. Uh, I, I pulled a list. Uh, I am claiming uh, this this person as the people's hero, the people's champion uh, mm -hmm. already <laughs> for, for Lone Star Open. Uh, if my screen can scroll down. Um, so my, my list highlight, Jason Ryder. And also shout out to Jason. He is part of the U.S. Army esports team, which uh, mm -hmm. kicker, we know, we know that Lone Star Open is the premier event for uh, military appreciation that yeah. FLG is doing. So we had to highlight an Army Esports uh, yeah. list here tonight, right? And, and, and so, I was looking at the roster. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot. The oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys yeah. from the Army. We'll, we'll, deal, we'll, so. we'll, uh, we'll t circle back on that. All right. All right. Yeah. So Jason's list. I Guys, I, I'm so excited. It is trip. It's it's, it's uh, Chaos Space Marines. Triple Warpsmith. Triple Lord of Skulls and a Noctilith crown. He's got some other stuff in there, but like that is the core of the list. Yeah. That guy, he's having all the fun. Is that the he, terrain piece? Is the crown that the is terrain the, piece? That, that is the terrain piece. piece. He wins LSO, by the way. <laughs> Who cares at this point? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, come on. That's that. As I was going through lists, I was trying to find something else that was, you know, unique that other people wouldn't necessarily have a chance to, uh, to play against. And uh, that, that list looks like an all-timer. Uh, I am seeing that uh, actually my, my, my good buddy, Mr. Nick H in chat, who was one of the guys who got me into playing Warhammer years ago. Uh, he's noting that Jason is actually local to his meta, which would be up in the Seattle, Washington uh, area. That's that's there. So Jason traveling a long way to go <laughs> to go and play with uh, three Lord, Lord of Skulls. So if folks, if you see Jason at the event, buy him a drink, a slice of pizza, wh whatever it is there that he's going to have. He's going to have an awesome time with it. And uh, oh, boy. Speaking oh. of having awesome times, Seth, you want to take this we, one? <laughs> we have a super chat. Oh, wow. Uh, for $100, which is amazing. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm going to save the, the the individual's name for last because it's it's I, it's I important. Uh, it's a good look at LSO, uh, but the individual is named is Toilet Dice. Uh, 
Toilet Dice. I have no idea who Toilet Dice is. <laughs> um, so well, thanks, Toilet Dice. Thank you, Toilet uh, Dice. You, and now we have that sound clip for eternity of me saying thanks, Toilet Dice. <laughs> um, Very much a, appreciated. Oh, boy. All right. So <laughs> final thoughts, guys. Who's going to win LSO? I want to know Armed Forces Branch and who's going to win the actual event individually. Um, man. Okay. So individually, I, I, I do know, and we were talking about this before the show, there's some, there's some of the U S uh, U S team. What is it? The uh, WTC US, team, yeah. US WTC team players coming down. I, I want to I want one of them to win. Like I want them to go for it. Do we, do we know any players? I know Ben jerk is coming, right? Do we know anyone else? Is it yeah. just, yeah, Ben, Ben's going to be there playing Eldari. All right. Uh, I, oh, see, I don't want Eldari to win, though. I know that's not. Uh, cool. I see, right? Uh, never mind. Back it up. Back it up. All right, right. Back, so, back so, Nick, up. who do you think is going to win? And if you have a branch you're, thinking, you're rooting for as well. So uh, my grandfather served in the Navy, so I got to go Navy. Plus, also right. in Top Gun, they're naval aviators, and that's one of my all-time favorite movies. So right. I'm, I'm going Navy. <laughs> all right, Navy, Navy. Uh, for winner, um, I'm going to pick a guy that I know is going Despite the train changes and that impacting his army, I think he's going to place pretty well. Uh, he placed pretty well at Tacoma this past weekend, and that is Noah Bedham. Oh, good uh, call, yeah. Yeah, I think Noah, yeah, I, I, I met Noah at he, Cherokee. He was like, what, top 15? At Something like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a really good showing. I met Noah at Cherokee, and he immediately bought a drink, so we were best friends right away. And uh, But yeah, great, great guy. And, and, and <laughs> just give him like a tip of the hat, because his paint job is just like, what the hell, right? This is what yeah. guys he's, he's, a, he's a big hobbyist. Yeah. yeah. I, I expect yeah. Noah will not only do well in the... Uh, win loss department and points scored, but I also expect that his army will be showcased uh, in the painting competition okay. kicker. Oh, so you're, no, you're Noah, even calling paint showcases. Damn, right. look at this guy yeah. calling all the shots. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm not Noah. Now, uh, so for my for my armed forces branch, um, full disclosure, I'm a bit biased in this front. I'm like an hour away from Fort Benning, which is one of the army forts. Uh, that's the store that I do most of my RTTs at. So, and that's where like a lot of the, the army esports team got its start. So I know a lot of those guys. Um, so I got a pull for the army. Otherwise I think I might literally get shanked at the next <laughs> RTT I go to. So sorry, I, I have friends in all the armed forces, but, uh, uh army significantly outnumbers the rest of you guys. Yeah. So I think, I think, um, that's who that that's, to me, I think that's right. probably who's going to... Do, do we have a player? Do we have a player? Now, the player, kicker. We have in attendance uh, someone who might say uh, is the greatest 40K player of all time. Do you know who that is? <laughs> uh, no idea. Who, who, I, who, I see where this is going. Frankie G and Papa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is the greatest 40K player of all time. And I looked at his list, and he's taking infantry spam... GSC, looks, he's taken tons and tons of bodies yeah. and that's really good at playing the mission yeah oh, um yeah. so i'm like you know frankie if he's been getting the reps man he could go a long way with that list so i'm pulling for frankie i think frankie's gonna take it down for those of you who don't know frankie and, and reese are the founders of frontline gaming frankie yeah. and reese were also the original host of this exact podcast last show and, you're watching and, right and now. frankie's former title on the show may have been the best 40k player of all best time, 40k so. player i frankie. i think this is time for frankie to reassert his dominance in the <laughs> he, he has been practicing he and a few other guys from the office are gonna be coming on down and playing at the lone star open you know you you mentioned it uh just now gsc 
We know Box is coming in all the way from the UK. Yeah. If I had to pick a player, I, I, it's, it, Frankie's up there, but I, I, Box or Frankie, both of them running GSC, both of them very competent players. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, think, be I think either one of them. I, I since I since I kind of you know demoed Box's list. Yeah. Um, I felt like I couldn't take him. You know, I had to spread the love. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Love. Fair enough. Fair enough. Very cool. Very cool. Right. Seth, so let's you, in- Seth yeah. you could say that you demo charged. Oh, there Fox's we go. List. There we go. There we go. There we go. You just Dude. went there. You just went there. Uh, <laughs> all right. What's happening on the Frontline Entertainment Network? What do we got going on on some so of our friends? So if, if you want to watch all the, the action this weekend, War Games Live is going to be at LSO Streaming. So head over there. Check out Joe. Uh, he'll have all the action for you guys. So that'll be exciting to watch. Um, I don't normally like to give uh, this next show credit, but Grim After Dark, uh, they have uh, added a new piece to their repertoire, which is their outro song. I'm not going to spoil it. Don't spoil it. But I strongly encourage everyone go back to let this week's episode or any other future episodes they produce and listen to the outro music um it is an experience i i I, they 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 played it for me before it went live and i was i was a bit speechless for a bit so you just got to go take a listen to that you know you skip the rest of the show who cares about that uh but that that outro music was was something else um and then our our uh our good friends and co-workers over at tfg radio uh, they've got an episode out from from last week, uh, but it just kind of hit the podcast feeds earlier this week. Uh, so they're they're talking about the, you know how tenth edition shaping up and and the rules. Uh, this was post the first round of, of balance changes, so uh, it's very interesting to get their take. I always like listening to those guys, um, so always will give them a listen. Kicker, uh, you did a bit of a, a community poll uh, this week. It was uh, which branch does the community think is going to win LSL? How'd that yes. shape out? Yes. All right, guys. So it is. It, it, we've got the Army, we've got the Navy, we've got the Air Force, we've got the Marines, and we've got the Coast Guard. We do not include the Space Force. I'm sorry, we didn't include it, guys. Uh, overwhelmingly, we've got 59% of the people saying the Army uh, followed closely. Well, not closely. Followed by the Air Force at 15%, then 9% for the Marines, 8% for the Navy, 7% for the Coast Guard. Now, this is a little unfair because if you guys actually look at the data, there's a lot more people in the U.S. Army than any one of the other branches, just if we're looking at that raw numbers of potential people. Yeah. Who are going to be voting so they do have a little bit of pull and also the u.s army has a very uh charismatic and energetic leader uh, in terms of the esports team, red red Powell, Powell, yes. who is you know making the rounds he's really doing a good job spearheading the u.s army's uh 40k presence so so kudos to red powell yep. uh do we have some fun we'll have a poll for you guys next week we always do it's it's posted on the frontline gaming community facebook group uh hangout you know chat your we're, we're being accused of guardsman bias uh, yes, 100%. I mean, there's no doubt about that, that I'm rooting for any guards player. Uh, but, but realistically, I think Gene Steeler Colt. You know, Gene Steeler Colt can basically just I play I think guard. Dean meant more like the army is no. the equivalent of guardsmen. Yeah, of course. No, I, I got you. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just realized that if you like nids a little bit, but you really like guard, you can just play Gene Steeler Colts, right? Like You could. You, you could, could just, just totally. dabble in both. Uh, random question. I know I'm not supposed to go on tangents because I was like, not supposed to do it, but I got to ask, I got to ask, can Gene Stiller cult bring in a, a Baneblade? Can they do that? Is that a thing? I know they can bring in some amount of guard. I don't know how much. But that's like sure the big, big, a big, super big tank. Chat, tell us yeah. what, what, what they can do. So, well, they're t- telling us that, Seth, we've got some announcements. Yeah. So uh, rather than doing our, our model spotlight this week, I did have a few other folks in the community that I, that I wanted to spotlight this week. Um, two of these uh, folks, uh, that are really 
doing some some really good work out there. So uh, Nick and I both are, are friends with with this individual, JC Watts. Uh, last year, he started an event called the Battle to End Alzheimer's. Um, I was at it last year. It was a fantastic time. Uh, this year, it's August 5th to 6th at Tables and Towers in Westminster, Maryland. Everything JC does at this event, 100% of the, the funds for this event go to support Alzheimer's research. Uh, and, and we've all had a chance, uh, unfortunately, here on the show to see individuals affected uh, with Alzheimer's. So it is certainly something near and dear to our heart. Um, they get a lot of prize support donated. Uh, JC's been showing off models all year long that folks have painted and donated, as well as tons of kits. Uh, I know in the past, there's been uh, a whole armies donated. There's been carrying trays, tons of stuff. So if you're at the event, uh, you can purchase raffle tickets. Uh, there's also player bounties, which I think is hilarious. Um, so you can put a bounty on a player uh, and you can make it a, a, a raffle ticket award. So, you know, for instance, if the three of us were there and I wanted to motivate you two to try, I, uh, <laughs> I would say, hey, uh, all of, uh, you know, Nick and Kicker's opponents, if you beat them, I'll buy you a raffle ticket or I'll buy you five raffle tickets or whatever. Nice. So you can set whatever you want. Um, you can do round one's grudge matches. If you and an opponent agree uh, for a donation to the charity, you and that opponent play round one. Uh, so you got that. There's also, this is very important, a pie booth. Not to eat the pies, but to pie oh, your friends oh, in the oh, face. Okay. So if for, for a donation, you can pie your friends in the face. Uh, and uh, I do remember last year, uh, my friend uh, TJ Lanigan was there, and he got pied hard. I mean, like there was splatter off that man's face because they had like an you know the booth is kind of lined with like like plastic to keep it from getting too messy. There was like literally like like a like a TJ shaped like hole in the whipped cream because the rest just hit the wall. It hit with so much force. So it's a lot of fun. If you're in the area, go check it out. Um, I think they're up to 70 or 80 players this year cool. um, yep. and they have room for up to 150 and it's a very, the, the store is super cool. There's lots of room. Um, it's inside a, a mall actually. Um, so you don't have to worry about it getting too hot because those malls have like the super industrial AC of doom. Um, so it's a great time. So go check it out. Uh, yeah. The other Seth, group- real quick okay. before you go on to that too, I'll note, even if you can't attend guys, uh, you can find JC on Facebook as well. Um, you can donate to the cause to help mm-hmm. support it. So we 40 K players when, uh, if we're able to be, uh, generous in, in, in the parts that are supporting good guy and a good cause there, so, uh, all for, even if you can't make the ra- event. random thing, uh, I, I find these kind of events when they pop up locally, uh, for me is a great way to get rid of my pile of shame. <laughs> Don't donate your pile of shame as a, as a, uh, a prize support. Uh, Seth, so, is your pile of shame pie? Is that what you're yeah, inferring? I have a closet of shame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, we, we have, do we have another event too? I'm yeah, saying yep. So our our buddies over at uh, Party at the All Points uh, brought this one up to me, and I, I looked into it, and it was a really good uh, event. So I wanted to shout them out too. Forty hours of forty k. Uh, this is uh, it was originally done in the UK. This is a Canadian spinoff uh, this year. Um, it's, it supports the heads up guys charity, which is a charity, uh, for men's mental health and to prevent men's suicide in Canada, three of four suicides in Canada are, uh, men. So it's, it's a really important cause. Um, it's supported by, uh, a few individuals, JP Lakes, uh, his studio, Gabriel studios and the game store industrial park. 
Um, this is all in Edmonton, if I remember correctly. Um, they have tons of prizes. Uh, there, This is an online event. Uh, so it's going to be a 40-hour stream, which is crazy, by the way, to do 40 hours of consecutive streaming. They'll have guest commentary, uh, but you can purchase raffle tickets and, and people have been donating painted models, painted armies, uh, lots of stuff like that. So uh, super cool to see. This one's happening in September, September 23rd. So keep that on your calendars. Pop that on your 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 uh, you know TV in your hobby room like me and paint away and watch the fun. And if you want to contribute, grab some raffle tickets and help support these guys in a great cause. They raised over 10,000 pounds last year because it was UK, um, which is a it's not a small chunk of money, guys. Um, so that's super cool. And I'm always excited when our community gets a chance to do something like this. All right, guys, I got one more. I got one okay. more. This is for my buddy. And you know what's so cool is you have these amazing community members doing amazing events, right? So we talked yep. about JC. We got to talk about these Canadians. Just awesome. Well, here's a, here's another awesome guy. This is Mario. Mario out of the Utah uh, region. He is an awesome guy. You've seen him at a lot of our events. Guys, the Salt Lake Open is being done by him. This is the Salt Lake Open 2023. This is taking place August 18th through the 20th. This is mm -hmm. the largest wargaming event in the state of Utah. Of course, it's going to have 40K Age of Sigmar, but as well as things like Blood Bowl and Saga Middle Earth uh and star wars Armada, you know all, all the game systems cool thing free shuttle from the airport that's always mm -hmm. nice you're there's an on-site event bar you're 15 minutes from uh uber to downtown there's also gonna be a free social on friday that if you buy a ticket to an event you're gonna get pizza and drinks like that's for sweet. free like yeah that's yeah. pretty sweet uh so events and details can be found on facebook or utahwargaming.com this is a new event that they're growing that they aim to really really grow and it's it's tickets i believe just went live if you're in utah and there's a lot of gamers in utah guys utah has the the highest number of game stores per capita uh really go check this out yeah right crazy so yeah. so go uh go check out this event it's in august i i will hopefully be there if not this year next year so so yeah check kicker we have a question in chat and Shoot. i feel like you need to shame this individual shame oh my god oh yeah dorian dorian basha asks uh quick question should we bring our challenge coins to LSO? Oh, 100%. So any frontline gaming event you go to, you got to bring your challenge coins. Don't send me a photo. Or don't say they're at my hotel room. You got to have them in person right there. Show them at the counter. The more coins you show us, the more free stuff you get. Awesome. All right. Well, that is everything for tonight, guys. Final thoughts before we send this one to bed. I'm waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning to start driving to Texas. Yeehaw. So Ye <laughs> Ye you just yeehaw. Did yeah, you I, I, I did yeehaw. I did. I did yeehaw. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm very excited, guys. I will see many of you guys in. Uh, in a few days. Uh, Nikki D, what are you? What are you? What are you doing? Anything exciting this weekend? I'll be painting some uh, Warhammer, watching some uh, Warhammer's game played online as well, and then uh, I'll. I'll be back with my quick review of Mission Impossible, and probably Oppenheimer, but Good. not Barbenheimer. But not, that's not it for me. All right. No. All right. Well, for me, yep, I'm I'm hitting the I I don't hit the road till Friday. I mean, by that I uh, I fly Friday, uh, but I'll be in early in like morning in Texas. So I'll see everyone Friday. Uh, I'm super excited to to get the chance to bring the orcs to uh to a big event. So it'll be a good time. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us this week. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you at the Lone Star Open. Good night, guys. Night. <laughs>